for tuning in to this latest episode of Unconventional, a Clexicon podcast. I'm your hostess, Dana Pickley. Did you know that at the time of recording, okay, like right now, we are only 115 days away from Clexicon 2018. Can you believe it? I'm, I'm sweating. I'm so excited. So in honor of it being so close. Just wanted to kind of do a little recap on things. And first of all, I'm curious what you think Clexicon attendees should be called. So like Clexiconers, Clexiconians, Clexicontarians, just tweet me at Dana Pickley and tell me what term you like best, okay? In case you missed it, there are a couple new things. Um, Day passes will be going on sale on February 1st, so if you can't attend all three days, this is a really awesome option for you. Uh, some guests attending still have autographs and photos available, so you can still scoop those up as well. And in case you missed this, this is big stuff, there will be opportunities for some lucky fans to have breakfast with guests, individual and group meet and greets. So keep an eye on those. They're gonna be very limited supply. Keep an eye on Clexicon's Twitter for more info, and you'll know as soon as those are released. And finally, did you know that you could get yourself some Clexicon swag right now? You don't have to wait till the actual convention. They have t-shirts, tanks, snapbacks, plus beanies and sweatshirts for the chilly months ahead. You can rep your favorite con anywhere you go. Just go to Clexicon.com, go to shop, and there you go. So now that we are up to speed with all the Clexicon goodies, let's get down to business. Our special guest this podcast is writer, director, producer, actress, Emmy winner, and soap opera legend, Crystal Chappelle. Crystal, how the hell are you? I'm, I'm damn good, Dana. How are you? I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm... I'm really working on trying to make my introductions as as bold as possible. I love that. Are you kidding? That's going to float me right through the rest of my day. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. what, what have you been up to lately? I know you were just in Florida with Hillary B. Smith. What, what are you up to? A lot of imbibing of alcoholic beverages <laughs> um, and cooking while we're under the influence of those delicious beverages. It's a show called The It Girls on the Stoop, and it's... Uh, it's a cooking drinking show with friends and it's about how to make your life really, really fun and simple and don't overthink it. And so it's uh, 10, like we'll do like 10, eight minute, 10 minute uh, episodes, you know, primarily to watch on your laptop or your phone and, and uh, it'll look cooking tips, little, she knows how to fold a fitted sheet, which is like a, an art that I wasn't aware of. Um, she I taught don't, me how. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Well, learn. You're gonna learn. It. There's actually like it's really impressive. Um, so anyway, it's it, it, we had a romp and it was four days of just kind of um, cooking and drinking and laughing. So life, life skills and booze. 
I yes. love this idea. Um, what's what's your go to? What's your go to uh, drink to imbibe? Oh, I I'm uh, I'm uh, into wine right now. I'm into like uh, I, I belong to. I signed up for three different wine clubs. Don't judge because they're really good, really nice little wines that are inexpensive. And so wine is kind of my go-to. Um, but if I were to do like a harder alcohol kind of thing, I love a good margarita. And we certainly make one during our shows. Oh, I'm very, uh, very excited about this. When, when does this premiere? We are in post-production now and we'll have things up and running at least a week before Super Bowl, somewhere in there, like third week in July, uh, January. Oh, perfect. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Your film, A Million Happy Nows, played at, Cle- at Clexicon last year and now right. you are attending in 2018. I'm just curious, what made you decide to join the party? Well, I really wanted to come last year. You know, my the executive producer of the film uh, emailed me, uh, all of us. Uh, I was finishing up, I think I was on the last day of shooting Venice, season five. And I, I was exhausted. And I was, it was like two weeks away, and I thought, oh, I'm never going to be able to muster up the energy to get there. So I really wanted to be there last year. Um, but fortunately, we had, she was attending, Marisa, Callan was attending. And uh, so I was like, great. So this year it was like I, I made a bullseye. So I really want to be there. I really want to be at Clexicon. I want, you know, the, for the film, for Venice, you know, just to represent. And, and I'm really excited about it. Really excited. Well, and you've done soap cons, I'm sure, right? I mean, I've been to fan things. I don't know that they call them conferences, but I mean, because I've been to the Xena con, so I've seen how big that can be. And um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever... I don't know, I, but this is going to be different. Well, this, this is, is going to be your wild. first, like, big queer-tastic event, because it is, that is the only way I, I can describe word. it. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> That's great, queer-tastic. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's it's a big love fest, and it, it's it's unlike, I've been to quite a few different types of cons before. It's it's very different. It's, it's like a big, like, warm, gay hug, and I think you're going to have a great time. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, I love big gay warm hugs. Oh, yay. Well, can you tell us a little bit? Just give us like a taste of what to expect on your panel. Well, you know, a lot of people have asked about making a web series and, you know, getting your getting your vision out there. And uh, I learned a lot about the business parts of it. Uh, the creative parts are, you know, I, it's nuts and bolts and I can walk you through that. But uh, the business part of it is something that I've learned a lot of over the last five or six years, and I really want to impart that to people. And I think knowledge is power, and um, you know, I want to inspire. I want people to to be create, you know, get their creativity. That's their spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Get it out there. We need it more than ever. It heals, and so my my goal is to really impart as much of that positivity, as well as just basic information that you may not want to hear, but that's going to uh-huh. do you some good to help you get your dream out there. Right? Right. Yeah. That's Cause my- it's not all just candy and lollipops. It's, it's not easy to put together a show. No, it's not, it's not, but it's doable. And then if you kind of have a little bit of a um, understanding of how the business part of it works and how to market. And I, I think people will be surprised at what they can accomplish. I saw that Tina Cease Award is going to be part of your panel. And did I miss something? Has she been a writer for Venice all this time? And, I, and for those who are listening, 
Tina Cecil Ward is the uh, creator of Anyone But Me, which is another hugely groundbreaking web series. So how did how did this come about? Um, well, it, it was a groundbreaking web series, and Anyone But Me, and fabulous cast, great uh, writers and, and directors and producers. And I met uh, Tina uh, and Susan uh, years ago, I think at the Streamies. I think it was might have been 2010 or something like that, and just really uh, hit it off with them. Thought they were really brilliant uh, women, and um, and and just sort of stayed in touch um, through other people. So when this panel came up, it was really like, well, who do you want to be on the panel with you? And uh, a friend of mine said, T- I was Tina, absolutely, because she's a wonderful director, and I think can just add so much perspective to what we're trying to accomplish. You know, there's also going to be a 10-year reunion for anyone but me that's listed now in the panels, which is very exciting. Um, I have to admit, I once saw Tina on the subway and kind of fangirled out on her. (laughs) Oh, I bet you that she loved it. She she looked at me like, how do you know me? (laughs) Oh, that's a great moment then. I love that. And yeah, so uh, that was, uh, so, and, and that was before I started really doing this. So now I don't really fangirl anymore because, you know, it's like unprofessional. Cool. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was a very cool experience for me. Um, now you've been on the film circuit for quite some time with, with your, with your movie, A Million Happy Nows. How's that film circuit been treating you? Cause that is a long process. It is, it is a lot. I thought about that the other day because we just, um, uh, people are getting their DVDs in German. Uh, subtitling and, uh, and they're showing it they're putting it online for me to see which is really awesome um, and uh, more people jumping uh, jumping on and discovering you know Venice as well but I have enjoyed it I you know we did this in uh, October and December of 2014 so it's been that it's, long yeah and it's been a process yeah. and, and, and the whole film festivals which I got to go to several and it's just it's it's, I, I know nothing about it, I'll be honest with you. And so I'm just going in as a student, and it's, uh, it is. You have to be very patient. But what's lovely is that you get sort of this immediate gratification. It's kind of like being in, in, doing theater as an mm-hmm. actor because you're sitting in the, in the theater with everyone, and then you're, they're asking you questions afterwards, and, and or they're telling you stories. And I just uh, that's, that's been like the best part of, of the experience is how it's touched people. You know, it's a film about Alzheimer's, a uh, woman who uh, gets early uh, familiar uh, Alzheimer's. And, and, and so a lot of people who come, come to the film have been touched by this disease. And, and, and you know, they, 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 it, it's gratifying to, to know that, that there's something there that represents and, and they feel comforted by the, the movie. Has it inspired you to, to do another project like this, to do another feature length film? I have thought about it. I have started on a screenplay. It's sort of a supernatural sci-fi because geeks unite. And uh, <laughs> I was like, you haven't done something like that before, right? I I love sci-fi and um, yeah, and, and the whole supernatural, otherworldly kind of uh, you know. I like scary movies, but not like bloody scary movies. I like like supernatural. Mm-hmm. You know what what? So I started. I've had this story in my head for years, and if you ask any of my friends, they'll go, "Oh God, yes, that story." You know, because I've shared it with them so many times, but I started to um, beat it out the script, and 
then I got busy with uh, this other production and other things, but it's still, it's still in the works. And yeah, I would love to do something like that. And, uh, it's, it's mostly geared toward, you know, teenagers, 15, 16. So stranger things, this was like, you know, one of my big things. And, and so 15, 16 year olds and very diverse group of kids and, um, yeah, things happening that, uh, sort of bring them together and, uh, from the other side. So, and it all came from uh, a meditation experience that I had. I kind of, I kind of, I felt like I, I felt like somebody was in my meditation. It was like a really vivid experience. And all of a sudden I goes, I think I'm in there. I think I'm traveling. I think I'm crossing planes because you get so high mm-hmm. up in your, in your higher consciousness. And I, I feel like I'm traveling here and it was just so weird and it freaked me out. I, I literally jumped back when I realized, oh my God, this is, I'm, right. something happened here. And then it just kind and, of interrupts the flow of that situation. I mean, I, that happened to me once in yoga class. I was just like, all of a sudden I just was outside of myself. But once I realized I was outside of myself, it was like, zhoo. <laughs> exactly. What happened? So that kind of inspired the movie. And there's a, a there's a teenage boy that is, uh, finds himself able to do that. And that's, that's kind of what it's based on. But yeah. So yeah, I am. I am thinking about it, and it's fun to be creative. But um, you know, we're working on a sixth season of Venice, which we're shooting in New Orleans. Yeah, and it's gonna, it's gonna be a comedy. It'll have romance in it. But I've, uh, you know, got Jessica. I sold her the whole sixth season. Uh, I said, you know, and we're waiting. To, you know, she wants to. She's with her baby right now, so she's she's having it, enjoying her life. But I said, we need to laugh, and so it's gonna be funny and romantic and sexy and it's new orleans it's jazz it's hurricanes in the glass um you know it's 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 sexy you know mm-hmm. and and funny and that's i'm um, bringing a lot of really great actors from the show you always have great actors and so yeah we're gonna have a romp it's gonna be fun and uh, hopefully people will laugh yeah well that's the goal because you are such a soap opera legend i am very curious about if you have been keeping up with or if you have, you know, been watching The Young and the Restless and what's been happening with this Tara and Mariah situation. I, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. So you'll have to fill me in. Well, they're like the, they're glad- like the goddaughters of Otalia. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, I, it, to me, it's just nice to hear that, you know, uh, gay women are represented. On soaps, yeah. I mean, there's. It's. Um, I've. I don't. I haven't been able to watch it full time or anything, but it's. It's been getting a lot of like press in Twitter sphere and Tumblr, and people seem to be excited about it. But also, yeah. there's still always that hesitancy when it's soaps because you're like not sure, you know, if someone's gonna go into a coma and you know, or be buried alive like your character was in Days of Our Lives. You never know. You, you're with one guy when you go into the grave and you come out and you're with another. It's like, you know, it's soap. So, Crystal, have you have you been to Vegas before? Yes. Oh, you, yes. Oh, yes. Vegas is dangerous. <laughs> no, no. Should I do that? So, do you have do you it's, have any you like just get lost in a world for you know, yeah it's it's something else right do you have um you know obviously because Clexcond is in Vegas do you have any any of your personal tips or like favorite places that you recommend um oh gosh um or is it all just a blur the, Crystal just just a big technicolor blur. neon blur it's a cave like experience. <laughs> 
Uh, there's that ice bar, um, and I can't remember. I think it was at the. I think it's at the Mandalay. It's and it's a. Uh, it's it's an, uh, all ice, and you get in your parka. It's all ice, so you just go and you sit on a little ice thing, and then you have your drinks. There were little ice glasses, so you're like freezing. But it's a great experience. <laughs> and somebody's been showing me the, the flying through the. I don't know what hotel that is, but I want to do that where you strap your harness and they. Through. Can I tell you a story about that? So my my little uh, group of friends and I last last year at Glexcon, we decided, you know what, we're going to go to Old Vegas, and we are going to do the zip line. Okay, so what we shouldn't have done was go to the Tiki Bar yes. prior to going to the zip line. And so we were waiting in line. It was like going to be an hour wait to like, we'd already bought our tickets. We're standing in line. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And all of us kind of just looked at each other and we all realized we had to pee. <laughs> and there was no, there was nowhere to go to the bathroom. And we all just were like, eh, okay. So we left. Oh, oh God. I would have flown over and peed all over everybody. <laughs> that would have been terrible. It's like, gotta stick that out. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? That's right. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm very excited to have you be at uh, Clexicon this year, and I will be moderating your panel, so that's a thrill. Always fun oh. to talk with you. And um, please tell our listeners where they can find you and what they should be, you know, keeping an eye on um, social media-wise. Sure. I mean, uh, uh, we're at Twitter. I'm at Crystal Chappelle, and then we have Venice the Series, and... Uh, um, you know, a million happy nows, the movie it's out that we have all on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and you can just Google it. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, what else? Uh, I'm, I'm, it's all over the place. Um, and, and it girls on the stoop. That's something that'll be coming in January. So you'll get, you'll get your drink on and your cook on and your lap on. So you can find, uh, crystal in all of those places and the ice bar at the Mandalay. <laughs> in april and look up i might be flying over here. <laughs> just bring an umbrella that's right <laughs> that's so true that's a good piece of advice <laughs> and that is it for this episode of unconventional thank you so much again for tuning in you can find Clexicon on twitter and facebook at Clexicon. and you can find me dana pickley at dana pickley on twitter that's two c's one l our awesome theme music is provided by Stephanie Berlanga, and you can hear her and check out where she is and what she's up to at stephanieberlangamusic.com. By the way, I believe Miss Berlanga will be attending Klexicon this year, so maybe we'll get a special uh, performance of the song. I'm going to cross my fingers on that. So until next time, here's Dana Pickley swearing fealty to you. Fealty to you.